Tenors. I'm Miles Crooks. I'm 11 years old, and I'm standing in for Bethany Van Delft on today's The Ten News. This episode is about service to our communities and to ourselves, so I'm here to help. Okay, let's get into the 10 news. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. January 18th is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a national day of service. Correspondent Anya Schultz has more. Next Monday is a holiday to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the pastor from Georgia who became an important leader of the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 1960s. MLK Day is a special holiday because it's a day to give back. All right. MLK Day is the only federal holiday that's officially a day of service. That means it's a day when people are encouraged to volunteer in their community. That could mean delivering meals to the elderly, donating clothes, or cleaning up a neighborhood park. It's a fitting way to celebrate Dr. King's legacy. He dedicated his life to serving others and working for justice and equality for all. Dr. King advocated for change through nonviolent means. That means instead of fighting with violence, he fought with his voice and his words, and with the power of people working together for a common goal. We will come to that great and glad day when men all over the world will be able to join hands, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, Hindus and Muslims, and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Thank you. He became the youngest person ever to win the Nobel Peace Prize when he was 35 years old. And he was tragically assassinated in 1968 before his fight for equality was complete. His supporters worked for about 20 years to finally get the federal government to create the holiday. And in 1986, the country celebrated the first official Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Then in 1994, the late Representative John Lewis, also a leader in the civil rights movement, passed legislation to honor Dr. King's legacy by making MLK Day officially a day of service. According to the King Center, the theme for this year's MLK Day is the urgency of creating the beloved community. The term Dr. King used to mean a world that is free of poverty, hunger, homelessness, racism, and discrimination. Learning about Dr. King's work can inspire us and give us tools to continue fighting for the world he dreamed of. Did you know there's a Minecraft march on Washington in honor of MLK Day this year? Visit the10news.com for more resources. Next up is correspondent Ryan Nurse, who spoke to a former NBA player about the importance of giving back. The MLK Day of Service is not one of those chill-out-around-the-house kind of holidays. As a celebration of Martin Luther King's life, it should inspire all Americans to get out and try to help others. Even kids. If you need a role model for how to do that, well, just talk to this guy. We was able to do mobile meals uh, with my church. We did Ronald McDonald House growing up uh, with my church as well. Um, just different things, helping out feeding the homeless. That's Sheldon Williams. He wasn't your typical kid. He's a former star basketball player, Duke University's all-time rebounding and block shots leader. 
Then he played in the NBA for seven different teams. Now that Williams is retired from pro ball, he could easily just lounge by the pool. But instead, he's organizing events that bring together the things that he values most. I want to make sure that I'm giving back to the youth as well as tying in education with, you know, sports. Growing up outside Oklahoma City, the sports part came early to Sheldon. His dad, Bob Williams, decided to challenge him at a young age. Once I got kind of serious about basketball, my dad did not let me play my age group. I always played two years older. Bob helped with the education part, too. Good grades were mandatory. And when they went on road trips to basketball tournaments, Bob turned them into educational outings. We was able to stop along the way on all kinds of different national historical parks and historical you know, areas where he always made sure he turned things into a lesson for us. For example, like the Grand Canyon. I went to Grand Canyon at uh, you know, 10 years old. I'm like, it's a big hole. You know, I, mean, like, I didn't appreciate it. You know, I wish I could go back now as an adult and try to appreciate it. But, you know, at the time, we drove 18 hours and to see this, like, you know, like, <laughs> this is what, we, you know, what we're looking at. So, but, you know, it was great. So it seemed natural that Williams would play college ball at Duke University, a program known for blending sports and academics. It was a whole new world. See, back in Oklahoma, football was king. But Duke is renowned for its diehard basketball fans, known as the Cameron Crazies. Those fans, those Cameron Crazies, the energy they put into that, you have no choice but to feel amped up for games, no matter who you're playing. And that was one of the best feelings to play every single game in front of fans like that. And it's, it's kind of, I feel kind of sad for the guys now because you know the whole COVID situation. In that gym, it's like, oh my God, I have never seen anything like that. Like, you just get juiced up. But Williams stayed grounded. When he was selected in the first round of the 2006 NBA draft, he could barely even process his good fortune. I remember thinking that this is a far-fetched dream, and now I'm actually living it. In 2010, Sheldon went to the NBA Finals with the Boston Celtics. They lost, but the team's winning mentality reminded him of his college days. From... The head guy to the bottom guy, everybody's like, hey, we're coming in to win a championship. Sheldon learned from his Celtic teammates off the court as well. 15-time NBA All-Star Kevin Garnett showed him that giving back wasn't about getting publicity. I did one of his events, and he made sure there was no media allowed, no photographers allowed. Sheldon remembered Garnett's example when he decided to start the Sheldon Williams Foundation in 2019. For his first event, he went back to Oklahoma. I went back to that church, to my hometown church, to actually help the kids in my city. With the help of childhood friend and Major League Baseball star Matt Kemp, Williams launched the Life Center at the church. It includes classrooms, a kitchen, and, of course, a basketball court. I did a toy drive uh, helping out uh, about 100 families in the South uh, Fulton area. Uh, with the police department and the fire department, just giving out, you know, you know presents to make sure that these kids have you know, some presents uh, for Christmas and everything. Williams can relate because he has his own kid now. And just as he learned from his mother, he's trying to be a good example for his 11-year-old daughter. Recently, we saw um, uh, a mother and daughter, and the daughter is probably about around the same age as her. And, you know, we wind up giving them food. And she's like, Dad, what else can we do? My daughter is very caring, very nurturing like person. 
But that was the first time I kind of clicked with me, like she really does care. And I'm not sure if it's because she saw somebody the same age as her and it kind of, you know, made her think about it a little bit more. But she was like, make sure like, hey, what can we do to help these kids uh, and these people out that are asking for, asking for food or wanting to, to help them like that? She's done uh, some stuff for me uh, back home in Oklahoma City. Um, so she's able to do that. Uh, she, she knows, uh, you know, what I'm doing. Uh, she's on TikTok, so she follows uh, things I put on TikTok and everything. And just as Williams brings comfort and joy to his daughter, he tries to do the same when he's out doing service. Honestly, it's, it's very thrilling to see smiles on people's faces and knowing that I'm being genuine with what I'm trying to do. His next chance to put smiles on people's faces will be at the Playbook Agency Youth Empowerment Virtual Event on January 23rd. It will feature discussions with kids about topics like leadership development and coping with the pandemic. Sheldon knows that the stakes are high, that for some kids, events like these might just be the tipping point that changes their lives forever. Because a lot of times these kids need, need an olive branch to you know, stay on the right path. And a lot of times they don't get that. I mean, all of us honestly were one wrong decision away from not being on the path you are now. It's time for your trivia question of the day. Before Harry Potter became a worldwide phenomenon, what big challenge did author J.K. Rowling face? A. Rowling kept getting writer's block. B. Publishers kept rejecting the idea. Or C. Wizards kept protesting the portrayal of their lifestyle. Did you guess it? The answer is... B. J.K. Rowling's original idea for Harry Potter was rejected 12 times before she actually got it published. Isn't that crazy? Guess the moral of that story is, never stop believing in your own magic. Time is up. That's the end of the 10 for today. I'll let Bethany take it from here. You can catch new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media in collaboration with Next Chapter Podcasts and distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News writing team is led by editorial director Tracy Crooks with contributions from Stephen Tompkins, Ryan Nurz, and Anya Schultz. The creative producer is Jenner Pasqua. Marketing is led by Jacob Bronstein with social media and web support by Stephen Tompkins and Adam Farr. Editing and sound design by Pete Musto under the production direction of Jeremiah Tittle. Executive producer Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan round out the team. If you have questions about the show, a story idea, or a fun fact you want to share, email us at hello at the10news.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review The 10 News on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to The 10 News. Now go think of how you will give back on this year's day of service.